Hello, it's Jeff. Just before we get to the show, just a friendly reminder to hit follow or subscribe on your podcast app so it's downloaded and ready to go. Come on, let's go to the Blue Hotel. I want to live at the Blue Hotel. Jesse dated women mostly and was attracted to men sometimes. When he was downtown especially, he marveled at how many women in their 40s and 50s made his head turn. In contrast, rarely did he see a guy who made him double take, so when it did happen, it was a bit of an event. But he kept it in his head mostly because it's not like you go up to strangers and say, fuck you, good looking, unless you've had three whiskey sours in under two hours. Jesse wished there'd been more mainstream conversation around things he felt and thought, especially the understanding around people being sexually fluid. When somebody's sexual attraction or orientation isn't fixed, but changes over time, which happens with men and with women. Jesse would go five, six months focused on one sex, and then suddenly, without warning, boys keep swinging, as it were. On this day downtown, the sun was out, replacing the eight days of gray that had persisted, as they do in the dead of winter. Jesse felt the sun on his skin and felt himself silently lapping up the vitamin D that beamed from the sky. And it was rare he could get from Spadina to Bathurst and beyond without seeing a friend or two and six or seven acquaintances along the route, exchanging nods and smiles and sometimes stopping to chat. But it was what happened next that turned an otherwise uneventful Wednesday into something story-worthy. Willow was wild in all the ways, and really sharp and sweet, too. She'd left her curly blonde mane unbound to tumble below her shoulders, as usual. She stood out about a block away as she swayed her hips the way she always did, walking eastbound toward Jessie, smiling as she talked to someone beside her that Jessie didn't know yet. Willow's free spirit attracted the sorts of characters Jesse enjoyed. This one had swaying hips of his own, long and lean and similarly smiling. They looked like a couple of cats on the prowl. And just then the gap closed and he was hugging Willow and meeting Wyatt with a handshake. Fuck the fist bumps, they were both thinking. And where, said Willow, might you be headed, Jesse? Just after a bit of sunshine, he replied. And... I'll just head back for my wheels and burn east for dinner. Jessie sensed that Willow had something up her sleeve by the way her mouth revealed her sideways tongue, the way she did when she did just before suggesting something rather delicious. And right on cue, she said, What about you coming over to mine? We can do dinner in a bit, you and me and Wyatt. And Taylor's already there doing who knows what. Or who, Wyatt piped in. Jesse's bright, sunshiny day suddenly had dinner plans, too, and he hadn't seen Taylor in eons. Just grab your car and meet us at 6.30 or so, take my spot in behind, and come on up. Willow directed Jesse, and so the plan was set. His body did a U-turn, crossing the street for a different view east along Queen, till he found his car where they let him park in behind the horseshoe, so long as he was gone by six. And he was, 
driving eastbound in stop-and-go traffic, grabbing two bottles of Amarone on the way to Willow's place. What a storied street, and if the walls of Willow's loft could talk, they could write a magnum opus of erotic stories. He arrived, parked, climbed up the two flights and back, and knocked and entered the music-filled open space. There was Wyatt at the island, and Taylor on her laptop adding songs to a playlist, and Willow leaned her body over the railing, calling down to tell the three she'd be right down to join them. Here's the thing. She knew Jesse always had an appetite for a nice dinner out. She also knew his libido was stupido, off the charts. Still, into his fifties, and the wink he'd given her on the street as he shook Wyatt's hand told her where his head was at with him. Willow herself was perpetually in an open relationship, just as open to getting down with women as she was guys. Wyatt was in town for a visit, having long known Willow's partner, Taylor, the two having come up spinning records in clubs for a living. He was Taylor's type. He was everybody's type. She also found Jesse easy on the eyes, and hers lit up when she saw him come through the door, and she headed straight for his open arms, and they embraced. It had been a while. He admired her commitment to her ragged bangs, jet black, and the rest of her hair headed straight down her back, and her habit of wearing low-back scooping tank tops that showed off a bit of side boob. She was a sassy bitch and straight up owned it. She said to Jesse, I hear you meant Wyatt already. Smiling, Jesse leaned in and the two men greeted each other once again. Jesse's gaydar was fully charged and going off with more than a hunch that Wyatt was probably like him, and he figured Taylor had surely told him that he was. It's tapas tonight, declared Wyatt, his hands already busy putting some snacks and appetizers together that they would casually share with the red wine, which he began pouring into glasses for Taylor and Jesse, and another for Willow, who just then bounced down the stairs barefoot and beaming. What you gonna feed us, Wyatt, my man? Well, I know you like it hot, as he presented a plate of sweet and spicy jalapeno poppers, and soon added to the island some spicy edamame, shrimp salsa, guacamole and chips, spring rolls, and creamy sweet crab atop pastry squares. They ate, and they caught up, and Jesse was all ears, not having seen the ladies in way too long, and increasingly intrigued by Wyatt's thing. He actually caught him eyeing his belt buckle, and below, again, and gave him a knowing grin as his cock thickened with thoughts of dessert that didn't come on a plate. And as the four of them wasted no time devouring the plates of food, just enough so as not to be too full, Willow pulled a third bottle of red down and filled the cups. She very matter-of-factly said this, You know how everybody's talking about ethical porn? Well, who better to demonstrate than the three sexiest people I know? Taylor was on the inside of Willow's plan. She smiled, her eyebrows lifting in agreement while she did. And Wyatt, who had the prospect of having Taylor take her top off and whatever else might transpire, felt his own cock protesting its position, throbbing and stuck down his pant leg as it was. And just then, a knock and the door swung open and two of Willow's friends were in the room and perching cameras on tripods and it was officially declared home movie night. That's what Willow called it. The two visitors sat up and turned on and on their way out said to the foursome, if you run out of memory, you're going into the porno book of world records. Out they went, the door closing behind them. 
and so Willow took it upon herself to direct. The kitchen island now cleared off, Taylor and Wyatt and Jesse surrounding it. She told them she'd shoot some amateur B-roll first, and said, Boys, I want you to take care of Taylor, and Taylor will take care of you. So Taylor pulled her iPhone from her pocket and giggled and waited to see what the three were going to do to one another. Not two seconds later, Taylor, with confidence and certainty, said, I want you both. Her eyes met Jesse's, and then Wyatt's, and he wasted no time picking her up by the hips, setting her atop the island, his hands at each side of her yoga pants, rolling them down over her plump ass, down her thighs, past her calves, over her feet and off her body. And then he took her top from the front and put it up over her head so it stretched across the back of her neck, revealing her unbelievably hard and protruding nipples surrounded by the lily-white softness of her skin. The two men grinned at one another, feeling like they'd won the lottery again, which was always the feeling they had when presented with the privilege of serving and servicing a beautiful soul like Taylor. Looking at Jesse, Wyatt raised his head in the direction of the other side of the island, and as if they'd choreographed their moves, suddenly Taylor was lying back, her head against Jessie's belt buckle, her knees bent, her toes peeking beyond the edge of the other side of the island where Wyatt stood. Jessie lowered his mouth over Taylor's, hers invitingly open. They kissed a few times gently, the greeting that went a step further than the one they'd had two hours ago when they'd first met. Jessie's hands found Taylor's breasts, and he touched and then caressed them as though he discovered treasure, slowly and curiously playing with and watching for her reaction to guide his next moves. And she said, squeeze, as his thumb and forefinger applied a little pressure upon her right nipple. And she said, harder. And so he did. And the noise she made confirmed success. So he continued, while she opened up her knees a bit wider inviting Wyatt to take matters into his own hands. And then, as he began caressing her lips, nudging a knuckle gently up and down the crease between them, bottom to top, feeling her wetness as he did and finding her spot responsive with each bump, her clit protruded beyond, and she confirmed her pleasure with a yes, and her body rose. She lifted her ass and gave a little pushback into his hand as he worked her and they continued slowly and surely. And then Taylor, with her tits being worked by Jesse, wanted him exposed, and with her left hand reached for his buckle and pulled and released and unbuttoned and unzipped and pulled out his hard cock. And she marveled, by the way of big eyes, the plumpness of his head. And she wrapped her thumb and forefinger around the shaft just below it and made it barely halfway around his thickness. She'd always preferred thick over long, and by that measure, Jessie's was her dream cock, which made her squeal inside with the knowledge that Wyatt was packing the same. She stroked Jessie slowly, and as she did, she felt a finger slowly penetrate below and felt Wyatt's breath between her legs and his tongue starting to work her clit. Meanwhile, Willow? Did you forget about Willow? She was capturing the moments on her iPhone, and finding the need to slip her hand down the front of her pants, too, to feel how wet watching the three play made her pussy. Taylor took Jessie's cock head into her mouth, 
its tip meeting the plumpness of her lips and the taste of pre-cum meeting her tongue, and she sucked, and she stroked, slowly, at about the same pace Wyatt's tongue and fingers were doing, up and down upon her clit. The joy of it all danced in each of their heads. And then Willow whispered into Wyatt's ear and said, You gotta do it. Just a little more speed and I know she's there. And Wyatt obliged, licking quicker and quicker until her sounds told him it was just right. And she was nearly ready and she kept working Jessie with her hand and her mouth, speeding up to match Wyatt's rhythm. And it was driving her mad. And Willow whispered again, this time into Jessie's ear, saying you better hold off. And he breathed through it as Taylor's hand and mouth drove his cock six ways from Sunday. And then, just then, Wyatt brought Taylor beyond the edge and she was silent. And then she gasped. And then she sighed. And her juices dripped from his hands and his mouth. And then Jessie's mouth met Taylor's with a nice kiss. Willow said to Taylor, I knew you wanted to come. And you guys always knew about ladies first. Now, tape's rolling over there. I'm pretty sure you guys want to get fucked. I know I do. And she couldn't have been more right about that. But that will have to wait till next time when Jesse and Wyatt take Taylor and Willow in part two of Two Heads Are Better Than One. Come on, let's go. To the blue hotel Please take me back To the blue hotel The Blue Hotel Podcast Just about every Thursday at midnight Eastern Follow, listen, enjoy, rate, review, share, repeat Till next time, I'm Jeff Woods to make the most out of this life and optimize your personal wellness then check out the natural man podcast join me host mike c as we explore all areas of human wellness physical mental and emotional learn strategies to optimize your own well-being and be in the driver's seat of your own health remember your doctor works for you learn biohacks neurohacks ways to improve sleep and ways to optimize your body and your mind. Check us out on Apple, Spotify, the Fountain app, and at naturalmanpodcast.com.